If you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Kath Bequee, a physiotherapist working in women's health and mum of three. Join me each week as we dive into all things pregnancy care, childbirth and postnatal recovery, helping you have a wonderful pregnancy and afterbirth experience. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Hi there, welcome to episode 29 of the Fitness Mama podcast. I am your host, Kath Bequee. I'm a mum of three young girls, a physiotherapist for women, and I have an online community, Fitness Mama, which helps to provide pregnant and new mothers with the exercises, support, and resources they need to move from the feeling of meh or the physical aches and pains of pregnancy, the weakness felt after birth, and instead we replace that with the comfort and confidence they need to get their bodies and minds strong again, so that they can get back to doing what they love with a bubba by their side, whether or not that's running around with the kids at the park or running the next marathon. This episode is fun. I chat to Dr. Raya Lu, who is a fertility specialist about her top tips for sex for conception. We also branch off into discussing different lubricants and Dr. Raya and Jordi have actually just released a line of lubricants called Lovers with not one type of lubricant but, wait for it, seven. So hang around to hear Dr. Raya's top tips for conception and also to hear about the different lubricants whether or not they're for increased pleasure, vaginal dryness for breastfeeding mums, for menopausal women, lubricants you can use with sex toys or those that have more moisturising properties. Lovers has it all. And before I do jump into this episode, I do just want to let you know about the free online class. So this Fitness Mama free online class is my 45-minute jam-packed class where you'll learn about my five-step framework for a healthy pregnancy, confident childbirth, and strong postnatal recovery, helping to reduce overwhelm and feel confident and get back to doing what you love sooner. Plus, you'll learn the four biggest mistakes pregnant and new mamas make when it comes to regaining their strength and how to avoid these mistakes. We also discuss why the old saying, your body will know what to do, is terrible advice. And we dive into the simple strategies to focus on instead to help you recover from birth sooner. To sign up for this free online class, head to www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free and the link is in the show notes. Right, let's get into the show. So thank you, Raylia and Geordie, for joining me today. Welcome to the Fitness Mama podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's exciting to have you both on. So perhaps, Raylia, could you introduce yourself first and let everyone know who you are and where you work? Sure. Well, Geordie and I are both hosts of Knocked Up podcast. I'm a fertility specialist and reproductive endocrinologist And I work at Women's Health Melbourne and at Melbourne IVF, helping make babies mainly and freeze eggs and really helping women have as many choices as possible in life to have their reproductive goals met. Love it. So we're going to talk today about 
sex, the conception and getting pregnant. But we're also going to chat a bit about lubricant and your new business venture called Lovers. So Geordie, is, is this what you envisaged like a year ago, two years ago? How long has this been in the making? Um, definitely more than a year because we had quite a few hiccups with COVID. So I'm going to say probably about 15 months ago. When I came on board, formulas were already being developed. It's really been about putting it together and educating and getting it done under COVID circumstances. Wow, 15 months, that's nothing. That's so quick. But I feel like we're jumping ahead. So let's start at the start. So Raylia, why did you choose fertility? Why did you choose to specialise in fertility? I always wanted to do it. I, as a medical student, decided to do an elective in fertility because I was already really interested in fertility. I kind of had a bit of experience in genetics. I was very interested in that from high school. I remember sitting next to Geordie actually, because we go back in year 12 biology, <laughs> doing cats, which, you know, I said to a patient the other day, oh, I did like cat on Braca, and she didn't know what a cat was because I think we're showing our age. It's the old VCE. Doesn't they don't have those anymore? But you know, I was already interested as a high school student in genetics, and I ended up doing a work experience placement in clinical genetics. And that marriage between fertility and genetics was something that was really interesting to me, and that I was attracted to right as a medical student. And I did my elective in IVF, and and I was sold because it was like that clinical interface from everything I was interested in, in genetics and the origins of life and then helping people in a unique situation overcome their barriers in a really kind of relationships-based interpersonal level clinical scenario. So I loved it. That's almost why I managed to get where I am at this age because I'm 40 now and it is a long medical pathway. It's been 20 years in the making, but I think I have taken quite a straight pathway uh, because I always knew what I wanted to do. So I did ONG straight after doing my internship and residency, knowing that was a means to an end of becoming a fertility subspecialist. And I did a master's in reproductive genetics and reproductive medicine very early on in my career, before I was even on the training program to be an ONG, I did a master's in reproductive medicine. I always knew that was my direction. And then I went on to do a CREI, which is a subspecialty in reproductive endocrinology under the College of ONG. So that's an additional three years of training after the basics of becoming a specialist in obstetrics and gynecology. So I kind of, I call myself a retired obstetrician, tongue in cheek. I've never practiced private obstetrics. I've delivered a lot of babies on my journey to becoming a reproductive endocrinologist and infertility subspecialist, but that was always my end game. So I went straight for it and I just took a slight deviation on my path, having my babies and I did a PhD in reproductive genetics, which was always a passion. So just a little bit qualified. <laughs> There's a lot of certificates on her wall. Look, I do I do have my certificate collector, but look, I always just had the motivation to create the qualifications, not as a means to an end, but just to be the best doctor I could be in my field. I just wanted to be the best at what I do. And I thought the way to do that is to go down that pathway. And I've always been quite academic and I've, I've never found it a torture. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, amazing. So when would you find women come to see you? Like on, on average, on any de given day, yeah, when would they come? So varied. That's one other thing I love about my practice, that it is quite varied. Obviously, I see a lot of women and couples wanting to have babies, but I also see women in their reproductive life with all kinds of endocrine 
concerns. And in our practice, we have a holistic model where we have lots of different practitioners of backgrounds trying to work together to help women find what they're looking for and their goals, whether that be hormonal regulation, cycle regulation, management of symptoms, you know, operative gynecology, fertility and infertility. We treat patients and certainly I do at every stage of fertility and I treat men as well because in my reproductive endocrinology and infertility subspecialty, I also studied andrology and male infertility. So I treat all manner of infertility. That keeps my life really varied, whether I be doing ovulation induction, artificial insemination, the highest end of the spectrum in terms of IVF interventions, whether I be doing reproductive surgery for things like endometriosis. You know, I've got a very varied job, whether I be freezing eggs for women who are not yet ready to have a baby, but wanting to keep every avenue open. So yeah, any stage. Okay. So let's say I was wanting to conceive and I started having concerns. At what stage would you recommend women come to see someone such as yourself? Well, look, if you had a gut instinct that something was badly wrong, then you come straight away. So for example, if you're not having a regular menstrual cycle, you come straight away because there's no point kind of, you know, like bashing your head against a brick wall, trying to get pregnant if you're not even ovulating. So some patients come straight away. If there's no obvious underlying issue, like you're not having you know, crippling pelvic pain every time you get a period and you are getting a regular period and you're both healthy and there's nothing you know, untoward that you can point a stick at saying, this is why I'm not going to get pregnant. Those kind of situations, of course, come straight away. But one thing I do say to my patients is that humans are not that fertile compared to other species. And it can be quite normal to take a few months to get pregnant. And statistically, you know, early in our lifetime, which is at our peak fertility, our chance of getting pregnant per month is about one in five. So, you know, usually I say, wait six months, have a good go. If you have any underlying concerns or anxiety, feel free to come at any time. But usually if you're under 35, you can even wait a little bit longer if you if you would like to. And the current guidelines are that women who are over 35 should seek help after six months of trying. And 80% of couples will be pregnant if there's not a, a barrier by six months of trying. But if you're younger and you've got your know, time on your side, you can always wait a little bit longer. When we talked about a topic for today, we, we thought, let's discuss sex for conception. So I'll let you take it away. Like when it's such a big topic, what are a few things you go through? Aurelia has the best analogy here. And I say that because it involves Beyonce. <laughs> we did this podcast once on Knocked Up. I think it was one of our earliest podcasts and it was called The Old Fashioned Way. And it's still our number one most ever listened to episode about sex conception. And on that podcast, I use the analogy of Beyonce on the red carpet and sperm being the paparazzi and the sperm have to be there if they want to get the photo. <laughs> Jordy loves that analogy. Everyone loves that analogy. That's the biggest feedback I always have is, oh, that, where she talks about Beyonce, I get it. <laughs> but basically the sperm has to be there waiting and sperm can stick around for about five days in the female reproductive system if the sperm is normal. So Usually, if you had the classic 28-day cycle, I usually say have sex from day 10 onwards every second to third day, second day being probably the ideal. Daily is not better than second daily statistically. And, you know, you don't have to worry about apps. You don't have to worry about peeing on a stick 500 times. I think that can sometimes add anxiety. I think it's relevant, you know, 
sometimes for some women who have irregular cycles and are trying to confirm when they think they might be ovulating to use those LH detector kits. But, you know, most of the time I think they add an extra level of anxiety and probably don't really help. Apps can be really bad if you have a slightly irregular cycle because when you think about it, all they are is taking a retrospective average. They don't have a sensor in your body and know when you're ovulating. They're trying to predict based on past activity what the future will be. And the reality is that you know we're not machines at the best of times and there's biological variability in every woman's cycle to cycle, even if her cycle is pretty clockwork. But certainly if you have something like polycystic ovarian syndrome and, you know, one month is a little bit different from every other month, apps can really throw you astray. So would you recommend using an app to even just find out if you've got a regular period or, you know, some sort of note taking? Like, would that be the first step is find out how often? I think exactly you're right. Think of an app as a electronic calendar. You're just noting when your period was. Don't use it for prospective planning. Just use it so that when you look at it, you can say, okay, do I have a regular cycle? Is it quite regular within a couple of days every month? And if that's the case, then you're definitely ovulating. You don't have to pee on a stick to tell me that. You know, you definitely are. There's no other explanation for such a regular cycle. And are there any other signs that you're ovulating? Definitely. Some of them are very subtle. So there are signs that you have ovulated, like your temperature rises a little bit after you ovulate. And if you've got a really sensitive thermometer, you can measure that. But mainly things like around the time you're about to ovulate, you have more sexual drive and interest, and that's estrogen driven. And also estrogen rising in the first half of your cycle causes mucus changes of the cervix. And people think it's copious. It isn't. It's very subtle. And if you insert a digit and try and capture a little bit of cervical mucus, you can see it's very sticky and stretchy. It's got a lot of tensile strength, so it does actually stay and you can stretch it into quite a long line between your fingers and that's how you know it's estrogenic mucus. Yeah, right. So it's like five centimetres or something. It's not just one centimetre. Yeah, it can stretch quite a lot. And the other thing that I think is really important and a common misconception is people think that that mucus is a sign that you're ovulating. It isn't. So it's a sign that a follicle is ripening The follicle that contains the egg is a hormone-making factory that produces estrogen. So it's a sign that that follicle is ripening and creating estrogen. It's the hormone estrogen that encourages the cervix to make the mucus. So the fact that the mucus is there or, you know, it doesn't mean that that's the day you're ovulating. It just means that it's a good time to start trying. So there's sperm in the vicinity. Okay. So where does lubrication come into all of this? So look, A lot of patients who do suffer infertility try for a long time to get pregnant, but make a a really kind of huge effort to conceive and to do everything right. And over the years, I've had a lot of patients in that scenario experience vaginal irritation. And sometimes having sex for conception, you don't necessarily feel in the mood as much as, you know, in the fertile window. (laughs) And that can really add a level of anxiety for both, you know, in a heterosexual couple for both you know, a man and a woman. And there's lots of, you know, male factor issues associated with, you know, performance anxiety and, you know, sex on tap and on demand, you know, erectile dysfunction, you know, sexual dysfunction that also is worthy of kind of mention. But 
from the female perspective, you know, using lube can be a godsend, but there's a lot of nasties in a lot of lubes that mean that they're not recommended when you're trying to have a baby, a lot of chemicals, a lot of preservatives. So, you know, one of the driving forces behind Lover's Products, which is a project that I have started with Geordie to try and create bespoke lubricants for different stages and preferences in a woman's reproductive journey and and sexual life is obviously going to be trying to conceive because I'm a fertility doctor and that's something that I work with every single day. So our formulations that are conception friendly are our pure love formulas in either the aqueous or silicon base and you can choose or our smooth love formula which is even more moisturizing and particularly good also for labial conditioning so that you don't get chafed and you don't get sore but it's sperm friendly conception friendly lube and it's preservative free and it was formulated by myself and also by a clinical pharmacist so we we make it bespoke and it's beautiful and one of the other driving forces behind lovers was i wanted to create products that feel good because now i love makeup anybody who knows me knows that i'm always done up i love makeup and i love the textures of skincare and i love how they make you feel and i love how something melts into your skin and feels beautiful and soft and as a gynecologist you know if you look at commercial lubes no one thinks those associations when talking about commercial lubes, you think sticky, you think residue. A lot of lubes are male pleasure focused as opposed to female focused. It was really important to me to really get that right. So that was another another really important piece in developing Lovers. And so Lovers has all kinds of different formulas that we've made and you can add an active ingredient to the beautiful cosmetic grade bases depending on your stage of life. So for example, we have Crazy Love Formula, which is for libido enhancement. And Crazy Love has actives such as aminophylline and sildenafil, which are vasodilator medications to enhance blood flow to the pelvis and to improve female stimulation and their female pleasure focus. And Crazy also has a little bit of testosterone, which does increase sex drive and libido. But at a level that is female focused, that's not going to cause side effects. You know, you don't have to worry about it. Increasing hair growth or deepening voice or anything like that. It's very ultra low dose, but it's just to really kind of engage in that sex drive. And it's really great, particularly in women who have a low libido, also women sometimes after menopause, when our natural levels of those hormones like testosterone from our ovaries dip really low. So, you know, that's really amazing. So Eternal Plus is another formula that we have that has bioidentical estrogen. So 17 beta estradiol. It's perfect for breastfeeding mums because it's just ultra, ultra low dose estrogen, not going to suppress breast milk, not going to be any kind of level that would even be detectable in the bloodstream but really works just to replenish and just restore the vaginal mucosa and protect. So, you know, we've got plenty of information on our website about all our formulations, but they're really focused for stage of life and also preference. And we're super excited to launch our newest loop, which is Easy Love. Easy Love is our CBD lubricant, and it is a cannabinoid derivative that gives a lot of relaxation and 
really doesn't have any kind of hallucinogenic or psychogenic um, potential. So you're not going to get high on your CBD lube, but it's a beautiful formula to just reduce your threshold for orgasm, but also particularly useful for women with conditions like vaginismus and endometriosis with that pelvic pain cycle that's really hard to break and gently reverse. So you know, it's a beautiful formulation from that point of view. So the idea is the texture and then also just the medical knowledge and applying that to female sexual health. And another formula we have is Real Love. Real Love is a formula that is really to do with the microbiome of the vagina and honouring that and restoring that for women who suffer for things like chronic thrush. And it's got a bit of boric acid in the active. And what that means is it keeps the vaginal pH nice and negative, And that really fosters the natural growth of lactobacillus. So it's not a treatment. It's not an antibiotic. It's an environmental enhancer and stabiliser so that those beautiful natural flora come back and thrive in women who've suffered long-term vaginal problems. This episode is proudly brought to you by Solidea, providing all of your pregnancy and recovery support needs. Solidea's maternity range supports your changing body throughout your pregnancy and the postpartum period. The proven compression and patented fabric helps to reduce back and pelvic joint pain, swelling and varicose veins, and it's safe and effective following vaginal and caesarean section deliveries. Solidea improves recovery from episiotomies, tears, hematomas, and after caesarean births. Made in Italy, Solidea's maternity range ensures pregnant women and new mums look good and feel great. Recommended by obstetricians and physiotherapists, Solidea is offering 20% off using the code FITNEST20. That's F-I-T-N-E-S-T-20. So if you're in the market for some new support wear for pregnancy or postpartum, definitely go and check them out with the code FITNESS20 for 20% off. So visit www.solidea that's s-o-l-i-d-e-a.com.au and check them out for yourself and the link is in the show notes so you're saying you've got a lubricant for if you have issues with painful sex like vaginismus you've got a lubricant if if you're breastfeeding or approaching menopause or you're menopausal and perhaps you're drier than usual, you've got a lubricant to help increase your sex drive. And I've missed one, didn't I? No, we've got, actually got seven. So, <laughs> so I will just say we have seven different varieties and they are all customizable. So you can choose if you prefer a water base or a silicone base. Both are formulated to resemble the skincare we'd use on your face. And they are just the most beautiful, high quality formulations. And then you can choose if you want fragrance free or with natural geranium scent. And all of them are balanced to pH 4.5, which is the natural environment of the vagina. 
vulva. So there's different lubricants for different reasons. So in general, there's a water-based lubricant, there's an oil-based lubricant, and then a silicon-based lubricant, to put things simply. And you use different lubricants for different reasons. So I like to for my mums I see with prolapse and they might have issues with dryness I like to recommend an oil-based lubricant for example however if they're using condoms as a form of contraception you can't use an oil-based lubricant for condoms it's a lot more complex than you might realize so yeah so our idea of our aqueous-based lubricant with our bioidentical estrogen and molient bases is that you don't need to use an oil and oils they leave quite a lot of residue they can stain clothing and stain sheets and you know they feel a little bit artificial they don't feel you know natural whereas our lubes are more designed to really enhance the natural experience they won't stain your sheets they won't ruin your sex toys if you're playing with sex toys use aqueous rather than silicon base and they're really, really gorgeous for any application. If women are menopausal and they don't want to use any estrogen, we have eternal love. So we have eternal love in a plus, which is eternal love base formula, which is deeply, deeply moisturizing and restorative. So avocado oil, it's got vitamin E oil within the base. But then it also has the option of adding natural beta estradiol, 17 beta estradiol, which is the estrogen made by your ovaries when they're working. But instead of going all around your body, it just is delivered to the cells of the vagina to make them plump and protected. To get that estrogen-based lubricant, do you need a prescription or can you just... Yeah, you do. One of the benefits of Lovers is that it's doctor prescribed. And so women who would like to use one of our formulas that requires a prescription because they are medical grade ingredients, we do ask you to do a health questionnaire that's very detailed and just making sure that it is the right choice for you. And if we have any reservations about a reason that you shouldn't have estrogen from your medical history, then what we would do is suggest another formula that would best suit your needs given what you've told us. So there's three of the formulae require prescriptions and it's all done through the website. So when you go to check out, you're asked to fill in the questionnaire and that is the Easy Love with the CBD, the Eternal Plus with the estrogen and also Crazy Love with the Sidenfil. So those three require a questionnaire to purchase for the prescription and the others don't. So it's like an online assessment sort of thing. Exactly. So for example, the lube that we use for trying to conceive does not require a health questionnaire because, you know, it's not got any drugs that, you know, you'd have to worry about. It's conception friendly. And you know why I love this? It's because if you're a new mum and let's say, you know, you're ready to get back into sex and you've noticed you've got some dryness and that gets a lot of work to go to the doctor, then go to the pharmacy. Whereas this, you can do it all online, do your questionnaire, get it posted out to you. It's awesome. I love it. It's going to increase the accessibility of it. That's the plan. And also education. I think that's what we're really working on as we grow. I mean, we're very new is the education around it and how many women don't use lube and don't use lube that's good for them. Maybe they've tried lube once upon a time and they hated it because of the way it felt. One of the most beautiful things that we've had is a lot of feedback from patients. And, you know, Geordie sent me this email the other day that it was just so, it made me really happy, really put a smile on my face from one of our patients because I use it in my practice a lot. I've been doing this for years in terms of formulating these bespoke lubricants for patients who need them. That's how this all started. But 
you know, just saying how it had changed her life, how she never thought that she would have pain-free sex. And she said that the last week had been the most intimate week with her husband since she had gone into menopause. And she never thought she'd feel that again. Amazing. Isn't that amazing? And I see a lot of women in the clinic with vaginismus, you know, some sort of pelvic pain, and they've never tried lubricant. And it's always one of the first questions I ask. And so you're right, a lot more education and awareness is needed, I think. Yeah, I think for vaginismus particularly, I mean, you can do CBD lubricant in silicon formula. You can use it in the bath. You know, you can use it with dilators if you're doing dilator therapy in the bath in a relaxing environment and be able to do that. There's nothing on the market like it. And I think it's going to be really helpful to a lot of women. Yeah, it's amazing. I knew you'd launched a product called Lovers, but this is the first time we've chatted about it. Which is- this is the first time we we have chatted about it on a podcast. Yeah, we haven't even chatted about it on Knocked Up, really. No. So excited to have the premiere <laughs> appearance. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. We've talked about sex for conception. We've talked about seven different types of lubricants. <laughs> How can my listeners find you? Where's the best place to find you? Well, you can find me if you need help having a baby and you are in Melbourne, you can find me at Women's Health Melbourne. And if you're outside of Melbourne, we still do offer telehealth consultations, which is one great thing that's come out of COVID. I've helped lots of patients all around Victoria in terms of having babies and giving advice. We can be found online at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au or also on Instagram at Dr. Rayleigh Alou at Knocked Up Podcast and at Women's Health Melbourne. And if you're interested, you can find Lovers Products at Lovers Products on Instagram or at loversproducts.com.au. Loversproducts.com.au. And if you need any help with Lovers, I am there answering the emails and Raylia and I see every order and we know what's going on. So if you have any questions and aren't sure what to use, it's one of us answering your questions. I'll put those links in the show notes for anyone who is interested. So thank you so much for joining me today. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much, Kat. Pleasure. And we look forward to having you on up. Amazing. Look forward to it. (laughs) See you soon. And before I sign off, remember, my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode with all the links at fitnessmama.com forward slash podcast, including how to touch base with Dr. Ralia Liu. If you love this episode, it would be amazing if you could give it a super quick rating and review as it really does help the podcast algorithm gods and it actually helps the podcast get found by more women and help more women just like you. Have a fabulous day, everyone, and I look forward to you joining me next week for another episode of the Fitness Mama podcast. Thanks for listening to the Fitness Mama podcast brought to you by the Fitness Mama freebies found at www.fitnessmama.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave a review, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media and tag me at Fitness Mama so I can give you a shout out too. 
Until next time, remember, an active pregnancy, confident childbirth and strong postnatal recovery is something that you deserve. Remember our disclaimer, materials and contents in this podcast are intended as general information only and shouldn't substitute any medical advice, diagnosis or treatment. I'll see you soon. Thank you.